Recorded live. Hello. Hello, hello. Let's Hi. See. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, perfect. Can you hear me? Oh, great. Yes, I can. Yep. Wonderful. Great. How are you doing? Good. I'm um, tired. <laughs> it's been a, a more challenging week sleep-wise. Um. Yeah. So, and I just feel like I've got so much to get done, and um, I'm here at my mom's, so luckily I was able to sleep a little bit more this morning, but it's a pressure, it's a pressure time, but um, yeah, pretty good. Um, I it's a pressure am, time because of the end of school, or? Well, the things keep coming up at work, and... It's just my school just keeps demanding more and more, and usually the summer, I don't know, I guess I had this fantasy that I would have this summer just to be with the baby, and it's not turning out that way, which is just, I guess, it's funny, like you said about me being a doer. Like my life, it seems like there's always constantly things to do, and I don't know how to not do that, especially when others give me things to do. <laughs> so, um, yeah. That's been a little bit challenging. And I've had some issues with babysitters. One of my babysitters went into the hospital. The other I had to fire because she's terrible. Um, so I haven't had as much help when I'm in Boston. So I literally, I just can't get anything done other than eating and taking care of my needs when she's napping, you know. So oh. it's it's definitely... It's definitely a lot of work. Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah. yeah. And I, I I'm just really struggling with the politics of our country right now. The oh. the separation of the children. Like I literally feel ill all the time thinking about it, you know. And I'm sure a lot of it other than objectively being horrible is also because I, I think of my baby, you know. Um right. And so, you know, just kind of feeling a, li- a little overwhelmed by life right now, I would say. Yeah. 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 So, so would it be, as I had it on as my note, that today we were going to do some deep healing about yeah. your yeah, I mom. Do that. And, mm-hmm. Okay. But because I, I want to check with you, if that's what you need or you want to, I mean, it will definitely be overwhelmed, but I also hear very clearly that maybe that you need a little bit of, more support with the overwhelm and the stress, but Um, what do you think? I would like to do the healing because I think it's all connected, and I'm excited about the idea of the healing. (laughs) So, I yeah, I want to do the healing. Perfect. Let's do it. Perfect. Okay. Yep. Let's do it. 
good. All right. So let's just, just for a moment, let's step on this desire and allowing it to be there because I know that you're probably like, like really, because like sometimes it's hard to be totally present when we're physically exhausted, right? Right. Well, I'm better today because I was able to sleep in the morning, so. Okay. So now, now it's like, you would say you're, you're how, how tired are you from like it's, 10 is like, oh, my God, I could just go to sleep, or I wish I could go to sleep right now. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, today I'm good. Today I, I feel alert. It's just been the days leading up. I'm, I actually tried to go to a birthday gathering Friday night, and it just threw off everything. <laughs> so I learned my lesson not to go out with friends. I just can't do it while she's little. So, Yeah. Because it went, ended up going to bed late or something, and then yeah, it was I, a mess. you know, I went out for dinner and and came home and didn't really get to sleep till midnight, and that just screwed up the rest of the week because I didn't get any sleep that night. So, oh my God, oh right, because you probably got home and then she needed you, and oh God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it is what it is. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the one the one thing that came that was uncovered last time that was I feel very intense was not just that you had that that sexual harassment and but that mom was really not there. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. just being alone with it, and you know the same like it, it got literally got programmed in you. You are a very we are very sensitive. And I believe yeah. that you became a doer. I don't think that you're a doer as your primary tendency, but okay. you you learned that being overwhelmed and sensitive was not going to get you anywhere. You had to tell right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Like, and I and I think that's like one of the reasons why I wanted to do work with you this summer because I feel, you know. I, as a little girl, like, I couldn't even go see King Kong. It was so upsetting. Like, I was, like, crying for the the gorilla for King Kong because they were trying to kill him, right? So I remember being that sensitive. And yesterday on the drive here, I saw a bird being hit while I was driving and and suffering. And I felt so detached even though I felt – like I felt this like stress over that witnessing. And then last night I dreamed about I was hurting an animal. And what was so hard for me is I couldn't cry. I'm going to cry now. Mm-hmm. Is that in the moment I couldn't cry. And I think I'm so detached from my emotions right now that, you know, like that worries me. Like something has shut down in me that has made me um, not feel and and I think yeah. that's just because it's it's just the accumulation of so many years of feeling so deeply. But yeah. I don't think that's good to be detached, you know, especially because I want to feel love and I want to feel the things that are yeah. emotions. So, yeah. um, you know, and I do remember as like a little girl, my piece was doing like drawing and playing, like producing things, you know, like I do remember that was kind of my, my peace place. 
So it could yeah. be that when I'm getting stuff done is when I feel kind of in control of stuff or, you know, it gives me a sense of stability. Yeah. But, you know, the 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 thing is that you did those things to cope with the emotions. Yeah. But it was like, okay, I cannot, I need to deal with this and I don't know how to do it. Let's just, you know, let's just do something that is going to make make me feel better, which is which is beautiful and it was very useful. But the yeah. sensitivity is right there. It's right there. So it's, yeah. it's, it's not going away. It's okay. It's okay. So just it, I and, hope and, and I just want to add the thing that worries me is that I think um, I had a reaction to CC. We were driving and. Um, I was on a highway and I couldn't pull off and she was crying and I I was, my reaction eventually became anger, which really worried me that, because I couldn't cope with her emotion, you know, and that's why I, I want to do this work too, because I don't want to, I want to be able to handle her emotion and not have it trigger mine in a way that makes me angry because I don't want to have to feel her that pain you know that's what yeah. I think it where it comes from yeah 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 and so so I totally yeah so it's, it's a it's kind of like being afraid of your own emotions right like if you're going to hold them and then you're going to get angry and I said so this is a piece that is very important Lisa. and yeah I hope that you're not just you know start tapping just to the point okay yep Yep. Wonderful. So you learn to actually almost like stuff emotions in order to deal, to cope, yeah. to be in control, yeah. to survive. Yeah. And there's a lot that took place that had to do with work last year. It was extremely intense. And your yeah. hormones are raging with the pregnancy. I mean, there's so much that was going on. And you yeah. had to just keep on moving. You had to just you know, manage and deal and and just and be reasonable and be, you know, adult. I mean, it was too much. So I think yeah. that everything that took place last year almost like bring everything to a point, right, to just like a yeah. crescendo of like, okay, too much, overwhelmed, shut down. Yeah, I do think so. Yep. So now, now, you know, having the baby and dealing with so many things, it's like, it's almost like your nervous system has not been able to catch up. Yep. You know, because it was super intense with work. The, the birth itself was incredibly intense. And then yep. the baby's here, and, you know, your mom was helpful for a bit, but then the whole family drama and now work again. It's like there's so much going on that it's almost like you are not getting a breather. There's no, no. break. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So let's just connect with that little girl, that little Lisa. Could you see her drawing when she's like, there's a lot going on, and she's just going to have a little bit of peace. She's going yeah, to... yeah, I do. I I mean, I I really have a strong memory of it. Like I can even see like the table. The and it's funny because I just got CC a little table. And getting that table, it was interesting because I was like, this is so important for her to have. 
she needs to be able to draw. <laughs> she needs a table. And it's because that's what I had, you know, and I was very artistic and I drew and colored and played imaginary games often alone, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my comfort. And that's where I think my writing, you know, as an academic, I have written so much because I think when I'm in that zone, I'm, I feel so peaceful and just calm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, how old is she when she's drawing and she's doing her? So, that was when I lived in Village Park. So, it was probably Mm -hmm. between four and six. Okay. Okay. And she's, she's totally at peace and she's drawing. And if you were to sense what is going on around her, what was going on around her? She's right, as she's drawing, she's calm. But what is the, the atmosphere? What is really going on around her? Is she is she really like what where is mom? How is she actually feeling about mom? No, I what mean that that on? yeah, that was definitely probably um, well, that was definitely when most of the sexual abuse was happening because that was in Village Park. Um, right. And my mother was probably even less available because she was partying and going out and she was in school. And, you know, it was probably close enough to having been, you know, because my grandmother raised me for like the first, year or so, you know, so I had probably some relative stability for that time. And and I think then all of a sudden it was all this chaos and instability, which, you know, is ironically maybe that's what, I mean, I know everyone's disturbed by this separation of children issue, but I think it, I in particular, not only with Cece, but I in particular am experiencing probably what I had as a life experience, you know? Absolutely. That's exactly it. Separated from your grandmother, who was probably a stable, more of a peaceful or, you know, like tranquil environment, I'm guessing, right? Well, also just completely focused on me, you know, like taking care of me. She was, I'm sure she was undividedly taking care of me, you know, because that's how she was. And then when my, when just with my mom, it began just this, you know, one after another of instability and probably being exposed to predators, you know. First my great uncle when we were on the Cape and then moving to Village Park and having other predators and, you know, just lots of unsafe situations. And, and you know, yeah. it's so interesting because with... With Cece, one of the babysitters, um, she just, she kept doing things that made me just feel like my baby was just not in good hands. And I was so, it was weird that I wouldn't instantly fire her. Like, you know, like, and I was like, oh my God, this is the same thing. You know, you've got to protect Cece. Like, this woman is not overtly bad in the sense of some of the people I was exposed to, but she was negligent in ways that were harmful to my baby. Um, yeah, 
and after our session, I was like, that's it. Like, I need to get rid of her. And I think that's what I've been imagining. You had me do the exercise of imagining my mother just clearing out the things that were harmful and taking care of me, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Like putting you ahead of, you know, was was that hard? What, did you notice any resistance? Was it hard to do or could you... Hard to do what? To do what? To imagine your mom really putting you ahead, like you know. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like a different person. Didn't seem like her. Yeah, it was a different. It was a very different mom. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. So that's that's what we started, and today we're going to actually do do some work to really do the healing behind it. I just wanted you to. Yeah. So you there? You know. So I want you to see. There is, you know, young three-year-old Lisa, and she's just drawing, and she's at peace. There's a yeah. lot going on around her that she's trying to deal with the best that she can, and then clearly she's doing it with, you know, through this drawing. And so I want you to just imagine that you can go into that scene. Mm-hmm. And introduce her. I want you to crouch down so your eyes are, you know, are level with hers. Mm-hmm. And just tell her, introduce yourself, say, Hi, I am you all grown up and I am here to help you. Yes. Right. How does she respond? Does she believe that you are her? How does she respond to that? Um, she, it's funny because Cece does this, and so I don't know if I'm just thinking of Cece or if this is how I was, but she's kind of, she's not scared, she's not excited or happy, like she's just observing, like she's just trying to take it in and assess, she's trying to assess it, I think. Right, like, 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 is this something that I can, what, what's going on here, right? It's like almost yeah. like observing. Yeah, kind of Hello. observing and trying to figure it out, like, okay, so what is this? Like, right. and it's not a, you know, at that age, I still was quite trusting. Like, I seem, I just remember feeling very delicate, vulnerable, like mm-hmm. innocent. I remember that feeling. And so she's not, afraid she's not you know she's just not she's not unsure yeah she's not guarded yet which is funny because some of like my aunt says I was really assertive and some people in the family saw me as really you know kind of headstrong and I don't remember that I feel I felt very kind of like just a like a leaf in the river, you know, like I didn't feel like I had much control over anything or a will to fight it, you know. Well, you know, I'm curious if what they remember is you being a little older. Sometimes adults remember a version of the child, but not, you know, not when you were three. Maybe they remember when you were like seven or eight, you know. Right. That you, you started standing up and saying, this is, this is just crap. I'm not putting up with this anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it was, it was, even in the larger family, it was kind of, it's funny because I feel like people are revising history too. I know my mom's revising history as she's 
and I can see her trying to adapt to her new role and revising her history, but my family was kind of sadistic. I mean, they used to use me as the butt of, like, whenever the larger family would come together, the, the adults would kind of laugh at the way the younger people, my cousin and my uncle, who's a little, only 10 years older, they would really tease me very aggressively, like harmfully. And, like, one time I was lying out in the backyard and they poured water on me from the roof. Whoa. And, and the whole family laughed, you know, like it was, it was very sadistic in a lot of ways. But it wasn't so abusive to allow the, for everyone to realize, like, this is wrong. Like, I was the brat for crying or, or reacting, you know. And so I think as an adult, what I did is I became this powerhouse. You know, I, I'm an attorney. I'm very logical. I can defend myself. You know, I, I'm kind of a hard person because I was so vulnerable, I think, as a little person. I just had no ability to stick up for myself, defend myself, protect myself. Yeah, so it was, so you learned as a, as a response to everything that took place, you learned to just become extremely assertive and very, very strong. Like, okay, you know, I'm, not, I'm done putting up with all these and yeah. I'm just going to, um, yeah, no, it makes so much sense. It makes a lot yeah. of sense. But yeah. that three-year-old is still is still tender. She's innocent, right? Well, yeah, and that's why that whole fight with my mom was insane. Because for Jean to say that I was mean to her, you know, like I'm like, oh my god, you know, like look at what this family did to me. And then I, as an adult, am merely having clear and strong boundaries. But I'm not mean. I'm just clear, you know, and yeah. so I just do think that people revised their understanding of history, but I remember how it was. Absolutely. So let's let's actually help her because this is when things started and she was really like feeling alone. So can can is she is she okay if, like we're going to tap on her, and I'm curious if she's going to be open to that. Tell her that we're going to do something that is going to help her feel better. Let's see if she's okay with that. Or she can... Yeah, I mean, I, I think she is, because I remember also being very open to people caring for me, like teachers and, like, you know, adults that came into my life, I really was drawn towards them paying attention to me and taking care of me. Mm. Which probably made me vulnerable. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also, now that I think about it, probably why I dated so many awful men. (laughs) I didn't have much discretion. (laughs) No, exactly. Well, but you know what? This is pretty big, so much sense, because if you're so deprived and so neglected, you know, any yeah. attention is better than nothing. You know, exactly. kids, kids prefer negative attention to just being completely ignored. Yeah. 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 
And that's the only thing that was available, right? So it's like, okay, well, this is better than nothing. Yep. And we get that sense of feeling like totally ostracized. So it's better like, okay, this is this does not feel good, but not existing is worse kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's like my, that basically sums up my adult history of dating. Just kind of yeah. grabbing whatever guy was nice to me and would kind of do. And then it was deeply, deeply frustrating and disappointing. Yeah. So let's just start clapping on that little three-year-old. And you can see she wants to be on your lap or next to you. So as you tap in your garage point, imagine you're tapping on her as well. Okay. I repeat after you were talking to her. So Okay. But even though you're feeling alone and confused. Even though you're feeling alone and confused. Because mom is not here to really take care of you. Because your mom is not here to really take care of you. And you know in your heart that there's something wrong with that. And you know in your heart that there's something wrong with that. Because you need her. Because you need her. Take a deep breath. I am here to let you know. I'm here to let you know that you are a precious child. That you are a precious child. You deserve to be protected and cared for. And you deserve to be protected and cared for. And really treasured for who you are. And really treasured for who you are. A very special and wonderful girl. A really special and wonderful girl. Stopping to the point. Mm-hmm. It's so weird to be alone. It is so weird to be alone. And you miss grandmother. And I miss my grandmother. She was definitely there for you. She was definitely there for you. And you were getting the attention that you needed. And you were getting the attention that you needed. But mom is not here. And mom is not here. And you have to find a way to be okay with that. And you have to find a way to be okay with that. But you know it's not okay. But you know that it's not okay. And anybody that is paying you attention... It might be good enough. Say that one more time. That anyone who pays attention to you... And anyone that pays attention to you is welcome. Yeah. Even when it feels weird. Even when it feels weird. I am here to protect you. I'm here to protect you. Take care of you. Take care of you. And give you what you need. And give you what you need. What does she, how is she feeling, Lisa? If you ask her, how, what do you notice? Well, I think it just sounds true. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> I, I think that's what I feel. <coughs> 
Okay. Perfect. So what does she what does she really want? All of that is true. Let's ask her what she really wants. Well, I think she she really wants just stability, you know, like kind of predictability, like a a normal quote unquote life. So, you know, looking at all the other kids who have their parents home and meal regular meals and playtime and you know, just being kids. Just that. I think yeah. that's what she wants, yeah. That makes a lot of sense, of course. Okay. And is is she okay that mom is not there? No, I mean, I don't think so. I think she's just used to it. I think she's just, you know, it's interesting because you saying, like, in her heart she knows it's wrong, but I don't think at that age, how do you know it's wrong for sure? You know, like, I do think at some level I was like, wait, you know, but I'd, but at the same time you're so little, like, how do you know what's normal and what's not normal? So... Well, she could see the other kids having their parents and having that's, yeah, her. That's, yeah, that's true. Yep. All right. Yep. Was she going to was she going to like a nursery or something, or she was just? Um. Let's see. When I was first there, we did yeah, we did the UMass nursery, um, and then kindergarten, first grade second grade. I was at Wildwood. Oh. That's where my, a good friend of mine teaches. <laughs> That's thing. where what? Uh, one of my best friends teaches at Wildwood. Oh, okay. Still there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so it's like she's going to school and she's seeing other kids and the moms are there and there's a stability that she sees that when she gets home she doesn't have. Right, yep. Oh. Right, like I remember my friend Julie, like she'd get home and her mom would make her a snack and then Julie would pick out the celery because she didn't like celery. And I was just so impressed with that. <laughs> like I wanted a salad where I could pick out the celery just because she I had know. that ability to, you know, the luxury of picking out the celery, which is such a funny memory. but. Like, that was normal. Her mom gave her a snack, and she was allowed to not eat the stuff she didn't like, you know. I think I even asked my mom to make me a celery salad. (laughs) That's kind of funny. No, it's funny, but it's also, it's such a, a beautiful and powerful memory because it's so representative of what was going on. Yeah. So you wanted, you wanted to be given, this is it. You know, yeah. You as a tiny girl wanted to be given so much that you could pick what worked and what didn't work for you. Yeah, that's a metaphor. You wanted to give, be given so much. In this case, it was food, but so much attention, so much love that you could choose and say, "No, right now, I actually don't want these parts." Yeah. Right, exactly, and not lose anything by making that choice. Like she still had her snack. She just chose right. the part of the snack that didn't work for her. Yes. Yeah. And her mom was and fine with that. And then it's also that. like a, 
even probably a metaphor from, you know, for love and attention. Mom was probably, you know, there enough that maybe there were times where Julie wanted to just be with you and she didn't want to be with mom. And for you, it was the opposite because you were acting from a place of total deprivation from attention and love. Yeah. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. So does she feel like if she had the strength Let's ask her if it's okay with her that the mom is not there to give her a snack or to protect her when what other things are happening. Is it okay with her? I know that it feels normal, but can she be in touch with the part that is not okay with her? Yeah, I mean, I think at some level she is starting to know it's not okay. And it's funny because, you know, my mom at that point was, you know, she was drinking and hungover and asking me to take care of her. And I remember once making a list, which is kind of funny, of all the times that she wanted me to do something because I wanted her to see how much she was doing it. (laughs) It's just kind of weird when you think about it because I was little because when I was in Village Park, I wasn't even seven yet, you know. And I knew it was unfair. I was like, whoa, this is too much. Like somehow I started to get, and yet I couldn't figure out how to make that clear. Like I needed to prove it. Wow. Okay. So I want you to just, so this is a little girl, and we're going to, she's going to talk to mom. She's going to talk briefly to mom. Mom is right there. Yes. And mom, mom could potentially get a little scary at times, I'm guessing. So we're going to yeah. please mom. She can hear yeah. perfectly well, but she's frozen. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. does does little Lisa feel like still scared to, to talk to mom, or would she does she want any extra powers? Um. Well, you know, maybe maybe knowing that the adult Lisa is there to protect her when her mom unfreezes. (laughs) Well, that's going to be, we're going to talk about consequences. And yes, you will be there. You will be there and she's going to be protected. There will be no consequences. And if mom even attempts to get upset or anything, we're going to give her a magic wand right now that she can just shut mom up and freeze her again as many times as she wants to. Okay. Yeah. Good. So now she's going to, so this is actually a little Lisa talking to mom, okay? So repeat after okay. me. Okay. It's not okay with me, mom. It's not okay with me, mom. I want you to take care of me. I want you to take care of me. I need you to take care of me. I need you to take care of me. This is not okay. This is not okay. And I want you to stop. And I want you to stop. Stop doing, to stop partying and drinking. To stop partying and drinking. It's just not okay. It's just not okay. I need you. I need you. She, I want you to just put some energy into it. Because okay. I hear the words, but is it is it really, can you just really imagine her angry? She's angry. Okay. She's like, this is not okay. You can actually say, 
You can whisper it if you want, just however you want to do it. I know that there's sometimes. Oh, no, I'm alone right now, so. Oh, great. Good for you. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So just, it's not okay, and I need you to stop now. It's not okay, and I need you to stop right now. Not okay with me. Not okay with me. This is not okay. This is not okay. And you're going to stop now. And you're going to stop now. I need you to be here for me. I need you to be here for me. It's not okay. It's not okay. Take a deep breath. Is there more there? Just check if she's still angry or what's happening with her. There may be a lot there for her. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Like the the couple of weeks ago when I finally did tell my mom it was not okay, that's what it felt like. It was kind of scary, but it was it was it felt empowering. Yes, exactly. Now the big difference is that now you're you know a grown woman and you're talking to your mom that you both have grown so much. But this yep. little girl, she's the one that started, and you have been putting up with many many years of this. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, see, what actually was programmed into her back then is still in you. So that's the energy that I want you to just really just say, it's not a stopping right now. So maybe, you know, you can scream or you can just say, this is not okay with me and this is stopping right now. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I just realized, like, I didn't feel angry at that age. Maybe that's why it's hard for me to connect with that emotion. I felt... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I felt angry later, like seven and eight. But well, at that age, because I what, feel angry. But you know yeah. what, Lisa? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense because at that young age, you knew, this is instinctively, you knew yeah. that if you got angry, things were going to get much worse. Right. Maybe that's it. it. There was no space for me to get angry. There was no, it wasn't, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, your mom, at some really base level, it's survival, right? You don't want your mom to go yeah. away. Exactly. how do you survive? And, and, yeah. And she, she was already going away. So why would you actually scream at her or tell her? And then make you know like cause any any kind of issue that she would actually go away even more. Yeah. So yep. it's not what we're what we're inviting, and and I can I can tell you more later. But what we're inviting is for her to say what she actually felt like saying that she couldn't say. Right. So, yep. And now what we're gonna so. I want you as the adult, just, just let her know, that no, let that three-year-old know that mom is, gonna, is really going to listen from now on and stop. And you as, you know, the adult, you is taking her to the park or is taking her for a beautiful, wonderful, you know, meal someplace and then to go play. Mm-hmm. And, and we need to do something for mom right now. So we're going to really... Now, this is not your mom that is with Cece somewhere, or this is your internal mom, which means yes. that at that moment, something happened, and that just became part of you. Does that make sense? Okay. Yep. 
And because of that, you have the ability to change her. You give her the, you know, the chance and the opportunity to actually shift. Okay. And so as you keep on just tapping through the points, I want you to see this happening. Okay. So actually, let let me talk with mom. Have I? I don't know if I've talked with mom before. Remind me of her name. Oh, Joan. Joan. Yeah. So I would like to talk with Joan just very briefly. Okay. And would she be? Would you? Would you respond as if it were her? Right. Just imagine what she would reply. You don't have to like. Think about it, just whatever comes, can you just speak for her? Okay. Okay. So, hi, Joan. I am Laura, and I'm a good friend of your daughter's Lisa. Thank you for talking with me. Okay. So, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm guessing, you know, I'm being a mom myself. I know that sometimes having little, little girls, it's very challenging. You have, you know, you're so much going on. How is how is being how is Lisa? How's your daughter? Um she uh, Let's see what, what comes up. Don't don't think so much about it. <laughs> I know, it's weird. I can't even think how I think she would see me as uh I don't know. It's weird. Um It's hard to you cannot access. Just see, you can access being her. Just imagine being her, and she's what? She's like nineteen years old, right? Well, by then she probably would have been twenty-two. She, I mean, I think in you know the the point. The, I'm saying this based on what I know. My mother has said. I think she felt overwhelmed by me as like. Um, Like Are a, you actually getting touch with that internal part, Lisa? It's kind of I, hard, isn't it? It's well, you know, because I know my mom felt like I was a very assertive, empowered little girl. Like she right. recently told told me that my, I used to like this is crazy when I think about it because I now that I am closer to kids, um, I kid you not, at age five or six, I set up for myself. In the summer, gymnastics followed by swim uh, by tennis lessons followed followed by swimming. I would get up in the morning. I would get my lunch, and I would walk from Village Park to Wildwood, and I would do all of those lessons. I would eat so my lunch. From gymnastics from gymnastic to to swimming. Tennis. To, I would walk to the tennis court. I would talk take tennis lessons. And then I would walk to the pool and I would do the, the swimming lessons and I would eat my lunch and then I would go home. Wow. And I I organized that. <laughs> my mom said recently that there was something that they I wasn't able to organize and she had to. And, and her reaction was, I don't know how to do this. You usually do this. Like she was overwhelmed by my need for stuff to do. You know, like she didn't feel up to it. I think she felt overwhelmed, you know. It was too much for her to figure out how to cope in the world just herself, never mind this little person that needed a lot of stimulation and activity. So I would just do it myself. 
which is why yeah. I probably am so good at it now. It's an adult. Like, it's yeah. like nothing. That, I organize things like so intuitively. I'm so, it's just automatic getting things done. Yeah. But do you so think I, that was, do you, can you see how tiny you were and how much you did? Oh my, this, is, this is just yeah, not okay. I to, Laura, I used to take the Peter Pan bus when I was five from Amherst to Natick alone to no see way. my grandmother. Yes, yes. And my mom was just joking the other day that my aunt thought, oh, wow, let me put my cousin, who's my age, got lost, which is terrifying, because he couldn't do it. He couldn't handle that. I used to do that all the time. Wow. Yeah. It's you crazy. See, and, can, you tell, can you tell that that is not okay? Can you see yeah, it now? It's, it's like insane to me. But it's weird because at some level, how did I know how to do that? Like, how did I figure that out? And how did I... You know, I really, in a lot of ways, I was so resilient in that situation. Like, it's just mind-blowing how I made that situation work until it didn't, and then I left, you know. It's crazy that I left at 10, that I had the ability to leave, you know. So I think she was overwhelmed by me. You know, I think she was overwhelmed by life. She was depressed. She was unhappy, and she had this very strong, willful little person asking a lot of her, you know, more than she could handle. And so she got angry. Let's, let's take these back. I want you to see yourself. Were you this willful, strong little person, or were you just a normal child? Because what you're describing, I, it's a normal what? child with no... What you're describing is actually a, a normal child with normal needs that she couldn't handle. Right, right, yeah, right. She had a little person to take care of, and she couldn't even take care of herself. Right. No, she couldn't. She was a mess. I mean, she. I think she was clinically depressed. I think my mother and my aunt are very, very sensitive people. I mean, they just can't really cope with reality in a lot of ways. They're, they've gotten better, but I think that they were, they've always been very not good at this world, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to see something. I, I wanted to, let's see if there's any, so this, I wanted to see this eternal mom that she is, so you, I wanted to be like that little three-year-old. Three, four, you know, you said between, you could say something between four and six. So let's say that she's at Village Park, four, you, she, you, wasn't she 16 when you were born? Uh, no, she was 18. Oh, 18. For some reason I thought she was 16. Okay, okay. So she's yep. 22, right? Yep, yep. And so I want you to see that she is invited. So you're going to be with grandma. You're going to be with the adult self, you know, yourself. So you, you as a little girl are safe. And I want you to see that mom is taking to a special clinic. I'm going to see what? Really, that mom is taking, she's being taken to a special clinic, a healing clinic. Okay. Yep. Okay? And yep. I want you to see that she's 22 
she's 20, around 22, 23, and she's taken to this special clinic where she is going to, all of a sudden, she gets attention. Like she gets two therapists to take care of her. Mm-hmm. And they, they hear her whole story, and they, they teach her how to tap, and maybe they're even tapping on her as she talks. And I want yep. you to see that young version of mom. Imagine it, see it, however you want to. You can see it, just it's perfect. And she starts telling her story until she gets really, like, really emotional. And, you know, there's times where she's really sad and crying a lot. There's other times where she's just really angry because she did not, didn't know any better. And she just, all her overwhelm is pouring out. It's just like, so there's, she's there for weeks, actually. I yeah. to see that she's there for weeks, and she's, so she's tapping, and then she's resting, and then they do, you know, other sessions with her where they, they totally validate her experience, all the challenges, all the overwhelm, how sensitive she was, and she yeah. grew up also in the same family with your grandfather and, you know, and uncles yeah. that were not very nice either, and she had to yeah. put up with that as well, and yeah. so until all the anger comes out as well. She gets angry, and she's just like, so she's crying and screaming, and, you know, they keep on tapping on her until she's just, after days and days, she finally, like, feels that she's emptied out of all that and starts feeling a little bit better She's being validated for who she is and everything that has gone on and that it made sense that she's trying to escape through partying and other things. And she finally sees it. And when she does, they actually start showing her a lot of different training videos on what what is a normal family? What does a stable, loving supportive family look like. And she starts taking classes so she feels that she can do it. She's given skills. She's learning skills on how to communicate, how to set boundaries. And not just with, you know, with other people at at school, but also with her family. And finally, she's feeling stronger and more confident. And that's when they actually start giving her classes on parenting, on mothering. What is it that this little girl that she has needs from her? That it's not okay for a three- or a four-year-old to take care of her mom. What a three-, four-, and five-year-old need from her mom. And she sees, she sees even movies and little videos of Julie's mom making snacks for her, making lunches for her, taking her to the park, providing with regular schedules and structure at home. And she gets to learn the skills of organizing, taking care of the house, setting up structure with classes, for young Lisa. She's learning. And as she's learning, she's feeling stronger. 
she's coming to terms with the fact that she is a very sensitive person and that is okay. And that doesn't mean that she needs to be completely overwhelmed. She can just take care of herself. So she learns how to take care of herself so she can really take care of her little girl. The point where she's starting to feel really like guilty and sad of how she's been treating this little girl till this day. Have yeah, I think that? that that definitely until today, you know, I think she felt yeah. very guilty. And I understand that because I feel instant guilt when I lose my patience with Cece. I feel terrible, you know, yeah. just Absolutely. in the moment. And then after, I just feel so sad. Yeah. So she has the opportunity. I want you to see that she is just as calm. And I have to tell you, she will, this is going to really make a huge difference on you. And your connection with Cece in a big way. Because when you have what you need, you can provide it. Okay, Say that again. When I have what I need, say that again. Then you're, you're going to be able to provide it. You grew up with no patience, compassion, protection, or care. Right. So you're actually taking care of a tiny baby from a place of deficient, not deficiency, but deprivation. Right. You had to yep. provide for yourself. So I want yep. you to see this new mom. This is the new version of your mom. Okay. Can you see her at that clinic still? I can, um, although I'm feeling one remaining thing that is underlying all of this is that I was not wanted. Right? Okay. So, yeah. you know, I wanted Cece and I chose that and I feel very clear about that. I never, even when I'm frustrated and angry, I never think, oh, I don't want her. But I know that my mom didn't choose to have me in the sense of she didn't choose to get pregnant. And quite honestly, I don't even think she really was, she never rose to the occasion like, I'm pregnant, I'm going to have this baby, I'm going to do this. I think she just passively let, like life was happening to her, you know, so... So this, and think, that's why, this is why I want to tell you, I totally understand. It makes, this, is, this is really huge. It makes so much sense, Lisa. And that's yeah. why in this clinic, I'm so glad you mentioned it, because she's still at the clinic and she's going to process all that. So she's seen, she feels the guilt, and she's going to actually process the fact that she didn't want a little girl, that she didn't feel ready, that she didn't, she felt like she had no choice but to have this child, and that she yeah. doesn't kind of, you know, she kind of, there's a Whoa, I just lost your connection. Are you there? You're all garbled. (laughs) So it's probably something important. You're garbled. There's like static. Hello? Hello? Lisa, can you hear me? Yes, I can. So whatever you were saying okay. is clear, clearly important. <laughs> yes. That's what always, always, yes. always happens as you get blocked out yes. when there's something I need yes. to hear, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course. 
Is this better? Can you hear me now? I can, yeah. Perfect. Okay, so I won't move from this spot. I don't know what happened. But, yes, you know, so I want you to see that she was both guilty about how she treated you, right? She's still, she's at that clinic, but she was also, there's still the resentment that needs to be released. Yeah. The resentment because even though she's putting on you this feeling of, like, I don't, I didn't want these. Yeah. So she is going to process through all of that. She's going to really, like, see, I, I want, and she's going to spend in this clinic quite a while. I want her to see that. That okay. while little young Lisa is taken care of by you and by grandma, she's going to be there into a place, you know, where she can just really be literally healed and treated for her to express everything that has gone, been going on, including the fact that she feels resentful towards life, towards whoever, your, you know, towards, towards your father, towards you, towards everybody, mm-hmm. because she feels that she has been put upon, that she has no choice. She yes. feels so disempowered. Yes. To, you know, bringing her to a place where she finally starts realizing that she is part of her own life and that she has choices. Yeah. So I want you to just see that she starts to feel like, huh, I, you know, even if but in a passive way, I did make a choice. You know, I did make a choice. And now this is what my life is, is like, and I can continue choosing better for myself and my child. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, she tapped away all the resentment, all the all the anger, all the frustration, all the powerlessness. So she's coming to a place where it's like, you know what? This is not how I planned it, and this is what I, you know, this is where I'm at right now, and I'm going to work through this. Yes. So she's she learns slowly. She's. I want you to see that slowly she learns to become a more empowered and strong, not because she's no longer sensitive. Your mom is always going to be sensitive, and that's okay. But mm-hmm. because she can take care of herself better, she can also know how to really set boundaries. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. So from that place, she's coming back to see you. And she's not 100% you know, there, but she is coming and saying, Lisa, you know, she's talking to young Lisa. And so there is a little version of you hearing mom say, I am so sorry that I have not been the mom that you need. And from now forward, things are going to change. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to stop here, but what I want you to do is please listen to these again. And especially I want you to see that Mom's healing is taking place. Okay. And because so what do, what do I do, like, every day imagine it? Yes, just imagine that mom is just like she has. You can do very briefly because a beautiful thing about imagining things is that you can see in 30 seconds, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks of, of the movie playing out of mom <laughs> being at this clinic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because this is the piece, Lisa, 
mom needs this internal mom. This is a mom that has really nothing to do with you, but that internal mom needs to actually heal and provide for Lisa what she needed. Okay. And that that is going to completely shift. Next time we meet, we're going to continue and complete this process. Okay. So that is like re, to re-imprint in her system a new a new reality as a little girl. Okay. And do you think okay. we should do that do that right away, like next week, or wait, mm-hmm. or what would work? It would be perfect if we could actually do that. Yeah. Okay. Right, because then we get into July and vacation and all that. So, um, so on Wednesday morning, like this kind of time, do you have something open? Let me let me check. Very likely. Hold on one second. Let me get my calendar. Okay, next Wednesday, which is the 27th. Oh, the morning. Hold on. Does it have to be morning, Lisa, or could it be like early um, afternoon? Unfortunately, next week my mother has a, a dentist appointment at 2, and usually 1 o'clock is the, because of the baby, it would, I mean, uh, let's see. Like if you had something at like 1230, 130. Oh, look what Hold on a second. Yeah, no, no, that, that may work. Hold on one second. I actually, you know what? I could do. No, I could do. Uh, I could do eleven. Okay, that would be perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And I just realized I didn't do. I didn't get an email about the invoice, so I'll go in and do that now. You didn't? That's so no, odd. I didn't. No, okay, I don't so get emails. That's so that okay. You know what, Lisa? Let's actually make sure that send me send me an email, and I want to make sure that um, that I get your emails before. Let's can we make it eleven fifteen? Yep. Sure. Okay. Yep. Right. Now let's do eleven fifteen and um, send me an email. Do you have any? Do you have my email? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, send me an email so I know for sure because uh, actually I made sure that you got the that invoice, uh, but for some reason you didn't. Okay, so yeah, send me yeah. an email and we'll use the email you sent me uh, okay. to make sure that you get it, okay? Yeah, I used to get them, but I don't anymore, so I'll do that right right now. So um, you know what? I'll go make, on. Make sure, yeah. make sure that it doesn't end up in your spam folder. That's another thing. Yeah, no, I checked. It does, It's not in there, so... Um, ah. I'll do it right now. Yeah, weird, huh? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, wait, wait. So Let me see. Yeah. Six thirteen. No, that's from last week. So I did. Oh wait, maybe I hold on. Let me. Did I get this? Yeah. See six. Did you send it on the thirteenth? Yeah. Okay. I just found it. I just found it. I got it. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thank okay, you. That's good. Okay. So that's I'll talk good. to you next week. Sounds good. Okay, take good care. Okay, okay. Bye-bye.